welcome to episode 159 of Kapowcast. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. That was a sweet moment of silence. That was. I say, get it all out. Get it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. And Jeffrey Jefferson. Hello there. Of Jefferstones. <laughs> the great Jefferstone tribe. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about some comic book artists that we like. Yay. It doesn't sound interesting <laughs> when I say I like that. Yeah. No, today, we're going to talk about amazing artists that'll blow your mind. Like He's Gwen Stefani. Yes. Oh. Is she an artist? Oh, that kind of artist. I get it. No, I was actually talking about Blow Your Mind because I was a single of hers. Was it? Yes. I knew that. And let me blow your mind. No. I vaguely remember, remember, I remember no. it now. I'll play it for you later. Please don't. <laughs> Just sing the whole thing. Okay. No. Uh, and a two. And a three. And a four. <laughs> but of course, before we do that, there's news. Hell yeah. Yay. Again, you don't sound... <laughs> News. Yeah. <laughs> we have guns with hair triggers standing by to put Mike out of his misery. I do this show by gunpoint every week. <laughs> He's tapping in Morse code right now if you pay attention. God, I hope the FBI is listening. Oh, they are. They're always listening. Um, Me and Jeff are on a, a, a cult, a podcasting <laughs> cult. Cultcast. Cultcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how about these uh, current events? Yes, current <laughs> events. Uh, we talked about it a little bit beforehand, but it looks like the runtime for Avengers Endgame is going to be three hours and two minutes. Yikes. It's a long freaking That's time. L- it's the longest Marvel movie. It, it will probably be the longest superhero movie, not including director's cuts. Yeah. Like you, DC. <laughs> I mean, um, Water Brothers. Looking that, at you. It's a long fucking movie, but we sat through all the Lord of the Rings movies. We I did. did. Well, oh, I Tony did. didn't. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I, seen, I seen the first one. I was like, oh, okay, I've had enough. <laughs> I, I only saw one of those in theater, and it was the last one. I oh, saw this is the longest one. Yeah. <laughs> With it's like 20 endings. I know. And I remember <laughs> sitting there <laughs> and watching it. And there was like a, a dad in front of us with like kids, two kids. And like every time, like the kid, like towards the end, was just like, can we go? <laughs> no. Like, why would you take a kid to see? A- that actually wasn't a kid. That was me. <laughs> uh, they, they take children to see these movies because they can't get babysitters. Yeah. So like, I guess I'm going to take my kid to go see <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yep. That is a common, common uh, reasoning. A common reason for you me afford- to hate people. You, you afford a babysitter. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one who fucking didn't pull out. All right. <laughs> Listen, you all know my standing. I, I actually will like. There's times where at work, where I'll be talking to somebody who has a kid, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I'm thinking of taking my kid to the movies." I'm like, "How old are they? <laughs> How do they do there?" <laughs> one one guy, I was like, "Oh, he does really well." And one of my other managers was like, "Oh, he doesn't," because he was asking me about seeing Captain Marvel. He was like, yeah. "You know, is there like a lot of action? Will it keep him?" I was like, "Well, like the first like 20, 30 minutes, there's like three action beats, but then it's just kind of like a drought until the end." He's like, "Okay, so yeah," he's like, "I don't think you'll be able to." <laughs> To handle it if you right, if right you on. bring a loud kid into your movie i will get you kicked out don't think i won't which is funny you mentioned that which we've just gone on a complete tangent here because <laughs> i was just like looking at my facebook like on this day and uh the uh infamous power rangers uh <laughs> incident yeah this day which involved a parent and negligent parent and a child you know the kid complaining that he was scared and he wanted to go and the parent just like no we're sitting and we're watching power rangers <laughs> you man the fuck up <laughs> Oh, Elizabeth anyway. Banks was pretty freaking scary in that movie. Yeah, she was. She had a lot of weird twitches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember, Reminds you know, one of my exes. <laughs> the The last time, I mean, Infinity War was pretty long. Yes. But it didn't, it, it never didn't, felt it long. It never felt long. You're right. Now on the umpteenth watch, it kind of feels long. Yeah. On repeat viewing. Yeah. I agree. But other than that, like my initial viewing, I was like, whoa, that was two and a half hours. But it was like two and a half hours of like nonstop. Two hours and 40 packed. minutes to be exact. Yeah. Well, Yikes. So it's only going to be really 20 minutes longer <laughs> than. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you are correct. Oh, I mean, they're probably not going to make another movie this long for a while. Yeah. At least not till like the next big Avengers uh, thing in 10 years, mm-hmm. which I think they have it in them. I think they can go another. We'll be in years. our 40s. <laughs> You'll be in your 40s. I'm going to find a way to de-age myself. <laughs> in 10 years, I'll be fucking 45, man. Oh, I know. borderline 50. Hell yeah. <laughs> Over the hill, baby. Silver Fox. That's right. <laughs> Jeff will be taking his illegitimate child to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be in the theater with him making faces. <laughs> Control that fucking kid. I can't. We're all terrible people. <laughs> you try to afford a babysitter. <laughs> oh, I hate when people say that. You know how much a babysitter costs? No. 25 <laughs> units. <laughs> <laughs> in the future we'll have we'll be stuck with the units instead of money <laughs> and 
fucking rehydrated yep. pizza. <laughs> oh, that's man. <laughs> I'm still waiting. One of them, yeah, they they have key rigs, but they don't have that shit. I, <laughs> yeah, I completely um, agree. I still while we're on that topic. Well, never mind. <laughs> we're gonna go on a topic of like pizza rehydration. Yeah, pizza rehydration. No, because I was thinking about because like you're like, oh, I hate when people say that. Like, oh, we get a babysitter, and I was thinking about it. Well, I was looking up an article we we're going to talk about, and uh, I always I, I promise myself that if and when I ever have children, I will not be one of those people that like, let's say you, Tony, you know, mm-hmm. I'm talking to you and you don't have kids. and You're like, oh, man, I'm so exhausted. I will not be one of those people that's like, wait till you have kids. You don't even know exhaustion. <laughs> Good, because there's this little thing that happens in the back of my head that like just says, jump, kill. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, I, I can't stand when people do that. I mean, I, I get like a kid's exhausting and everything like that. Not saying but, that they're not, but like, that, yeah. that's, you know, not saying other people don't have a right to say and feel exhaustion yeah, yeah really listen buddy i stay up till 4 a.m drinking all the time of course i'm gonna be exhausted <laughs> I, I i always say um i go yeah you're right but you know what i work midnights and then i do a podcast and then i do this and i do that and i do that mm-hmm. i go you just watch a fucking kid <laughs> i go what you gotta do run around the house a couple times you could use Man, it we're like we're like shitting all over parents right now <laughs> and we just lost like a yeah. huge chunk of listeners <laughs> um let it be a lesson <laughs> Now there is balance in our listenership. Uh, we don't support everyone's views here. No, we're, we're not afraid to speak our minds. Um, but no, yeah, three hour movie. That's something that I don't. I mean, I'll be happy to sit through it twice. In the yeah, make, make sure you drink a lot of water uh, so you're hydrated enough to lube up your catheter. I, in a, you put lube on it before you stick it in, you silly goose. Well, that's what I'm saying. The. Uh, oh, goodness. What were you going to say, Mike? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I was just... Uh, well, let's talk catheters, man. He's, he's just, as long as this doesn't become like the, the the new standard of Marvel movies, like I'm pretty sure I got like a three-hour movie. I got one in me like every few years. That's what I she can said. Sit, <laughs> I can sit and maybe watch a three-hour movie, but uh, all we'll the see. time now. But like, if, what if it fucking knocks your socks off to where you wanted it to yeah. be even longer? Well, that's another thing, too. That's a bad thing with... Because usually like when, when movies hit like the two-hour-plus mark, it's like okay, that's that's a long movie. Yeah, like, yeah, it's so common these days. But like once they when they hit like close to three hours, like then it's like oh fuck, like you can. <laughs> it, it has to be a really compelling story. Yeah, yeah. Like, you mentioned Lord of the Rings. Like I bought Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray, the superior form, and I still, I still really haven't watched. It. I think I watched like the first one, and I haven't watched the other because they're like the extended cuts, and it's like oh, no. I don't have the fucking time <laughs> to sit and watch it. And like it's the same thing. Like we talked about Watchmen last week. I don't yeah. have. Three, three hours, plus hours to yeah. sit and watch it like the the replay value gets knocked a little with, bit with every extra minute added yeah an extra year to your life <laughs> and that's another thing like okay if it's three hours long you know am i gonna want to go do repeating viewings at the theater yes yeah, i will okay for sure but <laughs> that's besides like, don't the you point. fucking know uh, don't <laughs> even kinda, pretend you kind of have to plan it a little bit more like okay what time of the day am i going to do this so i can actually eat after or, <laughs> you know we 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 uh me and janelle we have that problem a lot because she'll come home from work go oh let's go see this movie and i go i have to go to work in two hours we can't see that movie <laughs> that's it's not even physically possible <laughs> another thing is you can't see a movie too early because <laughs> you have to poop first <laughs> and what if you're watching a sweet movie you're like uh-oh it's very true i don't usually go to early showings of movies but that's that's 100 percent true i'd i'd totally be in the middle of uh in game be like <laughs> oh, no, nope, three hours. We got to hold it for three hours. <laughs> got the 40 hot wing mud butt. <laughs> <laughs> Better man pound it up. <laughs> Baby, I need one of your, your pads. <laughs> this is going to be a bad one. Heavy flow. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that would work. Uh, it's the only one way to find out, really. I'm going to try it next time. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right, back shifting, on track. Shifting from Marvel. To the Wonder Brothers DC side of things. Um, oh God, what happened now? <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I saw this past weekend. Zack Snyder did like a Q and A thing. Uh huh. And I did there, not. there was some stuff revealed about Martha. Uh, he did actually go into that. I'm like, I, I heard, I heard he addressed it. Um, but more into what his vision of the DCEU and the Justice League was going to be. And um, if you thought like Batman v Superman was bleak. <laughs> holy shit okay it got a lot worse okay you got, got my attention um he goes to say uh it's a long story the truth is that the nightmare sequence in this movie was always my idea that all of the world eventually that all that would eventually be explained uh in the distant future where dark side has taken over earth a few members of the justice league that had survived in the world were fighting um and i guess this would call for um uh justice league like in justice league for uh dark side was going to kill steppenwolf for reviving superman for some reason i don't know how that plays in but wait steppenwolf revives yeah yeah something like that or 
I must have missed uh, that. No, I, I think. Wait, did he revive Superman? Or is no, that something no, that happens no, later? Okay, might have been in the Snyder cut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Justice League teaser that was that wasn't in the movie apparently, I guess, where Wonder Woman says it's this line where Bruce says, "I was right here when Barry Allen came to me," and he said, "Lois Lane is the key," and she says, "She is the Superman. Every heart has one." And he goes, "I think it's something more, something darker." Basically, like Darkseid was going to end up killing Lois Lane in the Batcave uh-huh. in front of Batman and Superman, and then uh, Superman was going to be taken over by the anti-life equation and become evil. Yeah, and, all right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Darkseid was going to kill Aquaman. All right. He was going to kill Wonder Woman. All right. Okay. And then this would lead into like the future, like the nightmare dream that he had in BVS was actually mm-hmm. it was going to be a reality, uh-huh. and the remaining was going to be you know Flash, uh, Batman, and Cyborg, who was only like half half a person, like he was just his torso because Grid ripped off his other yeah. Half. And basically, it was going to involve the Flash time traveling to try and fix oh. everything. Oh, okay, so kind of like okay. a uh, okay, okay, that's more feasible if they're yeah. going to prevent that from yeah, happening. Yeah, like like I was kind of losing, and then you got to that end point where Barry was going to go fuck timelines up again, again. Signature Barry. <laughs> um, and he also, to response to people complaining about Superman and Batman killing, uh, his response was, and I quote, uh, people need to wake the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, finally, somebody says it. I, I can't say that I disagree about that. Well, I, I mean, do in a sense where like we, so we just spent all of last week, like talking about how much we liked Zack Snyder. And, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like his particular bleak lookout on things definitely works for a film like uh watchman watchman but regardless if you're going a dark and gritty route any either way like these heroes are still supposed to be the better of us the dc marvel all of them they're supposed to be what you know people aspire to be and hey cap's not afraid to take someone's head off with a shield it's true <laughs> i mean if you really look at it i think marvel's killed more people than uh dc has they're heroes for sure well yeah. that's why too like though but in the movies like now it's getting to a point where like like look at spider-man homecoming like when he actually when peter actually saves vulture mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people are like oh that's awesome that's great yeah you know because that's is the essence of the character he's a um, naive somebody teenager. like somebody like cap like he's a soldier of course he's gonna fuck shit up yeah but yeah but like a, a character like superman and, and batman especially who batman uh, the his his not killing is like a pathological thing it's yeah like literally like it's a literally, personality trait yes. or like even yeah. beyond it making sense like i mean cops shoot people in the line you know and but he's like so utterly opposed to it you know because he's watched his parents getting shot and that's that always what's been like the great struggle with batman and what makes him interesting as a character is he keeps having this terrible things happen, but he still presses on and, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't succumb. Anyway, I mean, like, here's the also the other side of the coin is that, like, people are complaining about Snyder and all, all the things that he did to the character. But then you have people like Frank Miller who get critically acclaimed for what they did to the character. The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did he really kill anybody in Dark Knight Returns? I mean, he no, fucking, he fucking brutally beat them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He like paralyzed a couple people and whatnot. And he threw a battering into the uh, Joker's eye. <laughs> and then Joker snapped his own neck. Uh-huh. That's crazy, man. That still is weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole Joker character was weird. He was like in this '80s pimped out suit, and he was wearing lipstick, and he's all like, you know, Batman, darling. <laughs> I think I think the reason why Snyder would get more flack than because in the in the end, the Miller, uh, Frank Miller stuff is still like an Elseworld. It's still independent mm-hmm. of its own, like. With the, the movies, they were trying to build a DC universe that was going to be the DC universe for film, kind of like how the Marvel universe is mm-hmm. for film. And a lot of people, you know, and I'm not, I shouldn't single out Batman, but, you know, a lot of people don't like that Superman killed, you know, people. Or oh, that, yeah. how Superman just kind of stood there when the bomb went off and the thing and didn't like try to save anybody or do anything. He just kind of stood there was like, oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of people were pissed about the Zod kill. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Being, I remember being. Uh, I feel like of a lot of arguments. I go, "How are you going to stop the guy? Like that was going. Uh, he was going to stop the motherfucker." I feel like the scenario could have been done a little different. Like I actually saw a clip of it the other day, and I'm like, "Couldn't he have just flown straight up?" That's what I was thinking. Or put his hands over his eyes. <laughs> you can't see. But if he did that, then you might then Burn you might have hand. the lasers go like that's true, like all over the place. Like, and then the building collapsed, and then a, more, even more people die. He wasn't caring at that point about buildings collapsing. I was about to say there, there there's no way that uh, I just had a flashback of the the point where Bruce is running into the dust and everybody's running the other uh-huh. way. One of my favorite things in the whole entire world. It's true, but it's not good for your lungs. No. <laughs> it's terrible for your lungs, especially if you you know climb and scale rooftops. Yeah, that's why he talks like that. He's all 
the lungs are all gritty. <laughs> no, one of my, that, I meant one of my favorite shots. Oh yeah, like, it's amazing. All the comic book movies. Because it really, like, say what you will, he did some shit, you know, to fuck the character up, but then he did things of that nature in one single yeah, shot. There are points where you're like, okay, he gets it, and then there's other parts where you're like, he's killing all these people. Like, <laughs> why are you making Justice League into Watchmen, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's, I think, But he what, gave us one of the best Batmobiles ever. Yeah, it is probably my favorite Batmobile. I thought you were going to say Batman suits. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy the suits, I, too. I, yeah, I enjoy the suits a lot. It was just, it was uh, a weird stylized kind of thing. I still look at the um, the Batman v Superman suit, and I'm just like, "What is all this all over the suit?" <laughs> and I just stare at it continuously, just going, "I don't understand what all this is, but it looks cool. <laughs> it's like all texturized without being armored." Somebody um, said that they met Zack Snyder after the Q and A, and he wasn't able to answer his question during the Q and A. But he asked him when he met him. Said he asked him about the quote unquote Snyder cut, and I don't know how like reputable this person is, but apparently Zack Snyder said that it does exist, but he doesn't think Warner Brothers will ever. Yeah, that's why I would hmm. figured ever release it. I mean, you got to know, like a, a guy like Snyder, who I, I would say is probably uh, severely proud of his body of work, um, has his own cut. Now, like you said, the um, factor of Warner Brothers releasing it—that's probably not going to happen, just because all the shit that was going on during that point. I just found the article here. Yeah, it says Zack Snyder confirms to a fan. So. so so it's basically a hearsay unqual yeah exactly it's hearsay yeah so uh i don't know if i, I fully buy that, that that's like me and mike hanging out in a public bathroom with nobody around and then i go out and i go jeff you will not guess what mike just told me <laughs> that he's actually in love with you <laughs> i believe it <laughs> um also apparently uh, it's official ray fisher will not be coming back as cyborg Really? That sucks. I, I, yeah, it does, because I, I kind of enjoyed his uh his demeanor. They're going to pull a war machine and just replace him with uh, another black guy and pretend that, ouch. <laughs> they're they're going to take the, the kid from Doom Patrol that plays Cyborg and put him into the, the movies. Is he a good Cyborg? Uh, <laughs> it's a different type of Cyborg. I'll, yeah. say, I'll say that. Like I, I think I enjoyed the movie Cyborg more than the I, Cyborg. You know, this is probably my favorite characterization of cyborg was yeah. in uh, justice league i thought he was really cool i love the way his suit looked uh -huh. to be fair they're probably gonna be pulling a war machine with like half the dc yeah half the justice yeah. league at this yeah. point they're gonna replace them all with a different black actor because like at this point like the only people <laughs> that are the only people that are staying on at this point it looks like is uh gal gadot and uh jason momoa yeah the, the ones with successful franchises yeah no kidding i don't i stick by my statement last week i don't think ezra miller's coming back uh, i don't think so either i think it's gonna be a, a full recast and pretending that the past couple movies probably like soft reboot kind of happened kind of didn't that's what they're doing with uh uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's it's not it's a soft reboot. Yep, it's oh, gonna be God. called uh, it's called the Suicide Squad. Oh no! So when in doubt, apparently with DC, you just put the in front of it. <laughs> the the Flash. The the Flash. <laughs> the Superman. Oh, this is no. This is upsetting. This is upsetting because like this is not owning up to your mistakes and then trying to correct them. It's just oh we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, same old. Hit, same old. hit the red button. <laughs> hit the red button like they do with uh, the transformers movies this yeah. is what this is what they're doing is what people want them to do with uh episode nine for star wars <laughs> i know i don't think it ever well, should be not, done. Not, not i mean not anybody at this table but yeah this, this is what people you know and i think <clears throat> you're right it's not uh owning up to your mistakes like all right listen we fucked up but we're gonna get this all on track yeah. right but you know i mean a five minute scene at the beginning of your next movie is all you need to rewrite anything mm -hmm. you know just it was all a dream come on. perfect oh, <laughs> i just had the craziest dream will smith was dead shot <laughs> <laughs> i hope he has a uh man that's the problem with it it didn't have a will smith music video in it it's true that's how you really sell the the movie is <laughs> Have Will Smith write a track for the movie and then release the soundtrack and then have that in the ending titles. Hell yeah. Just look at Men in Black and uh, Wild Wild West. Oh yeah, Wild Wild, Wild West Wild was the perfect, yeah. <laughs> perfect example. Yeah, I'm not sure if that... <laughs> Wild. I remember they made a uh, <laughs> there was a when that movie Bright came out the Will Smith one where there yeah. was there was a they did a parody thing of it like a parody Will Smith song called Orc Cops and it was amazing uh, what <laughs> yeah it was like a fake like lyrics to uh, the Will Smith music video that didn't actually happen in the movie it was called Orc Cops it was like Orc Cops woohoo you know like <laughs> yeah exactly it was a, it was fantastic <laughs> I'm gonna have to find this I didn't know this existed it's just lyrics it's not an actual song don't care. <laughs> we'll perform it yeah yeah well i'll, I'll make a, a jazzy jeff beat <laughs> seems easy enough hell yeah so yeah that's uh that's what's going on there what could have been with the dc yeah i mean 
I don't know. I think they're more on track now than they have been. Well, and and it's one of those things where you could have the opinion that like, well, I kind of liked what they were doing before better. But, you know, regardless, this is what's working for them now. Yeah. And this is where they're going. And they're probably not going to uh, change direction. Boo and, and this if, man. If, <laughs> you can't boo me. I'm, I'm not, not talking about you. I'm talking uh, about, you know, whoever is the guy in charge. There is a there is a guy who is in charge of over it. It's um, I forget his name. He oversaw the uh, Conjuring franchises, like yeah. that aspect, the horror aspect of Warner Brothers. Like everything involved with the Conjuring, like even the terrible shit, like Annabelle. Yeah. I never saw right. any of the movies. I, well, I mean, he he basically, he didn't like make the movies, but, but he, he was, the, he was like he, in charge he's, of. He was the, he was the uh, playmaker. Although I will say like, I never saw Annabelle. Well, I saw Annabelle, but I never saw the second one. But like, I heard tons of people say the second one was way better. There's a second one. Yeah. There's actually yeah. going to be, be a third one. <laughs> My yeah. word. Did anybody ask for it? I don't know. I don't think so. Teenagers um, who want to make out during a movie asked for it. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> but <laughs> Sorry, speaking Mike, of, I'm just kidding. I don't I can't believe I don't think we ever talked about this since it was brought up. Yeah. You know, we talk about how DC is like trying to write the boat <laughs> pun here. But then there's talks of them doing a spinoff movie based on the trench from yeah. Aquaman. Why? And I'm just like, you guys the aren't trench? fucking learning anything. Uh, are you? What? Really? Like, how, how do you? Uh, what? Well, how would that even work? <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, like uh, <laughs> the trench are like a completely primitive species of like underwater, like deep underwater. Like, what? Well, what's the plot? Yeah. What's going to be the plot? I'm hungry. Let's go out and eat. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll ever see the light of day. I really don't. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, it was just one of those things I read. Like it was right after it was like after like Aquaman really took off and like was big. And I'm like, I saw that and I was OK, they're not. They they you take two step you take one step forward you take two steps back and this bullshit it's, uh, <laughs> it's called the dc hokey pokey <laughs> although shazam is getting pretty good reviews yeah yeah it got really good uh it's very fresh on rotten tomatoes it is it is booger fresh speaking of fresh <laughs> and rotten tomatoes is anybody else getting sick of the marketing ploy of, of just the, using the tomato meter yeah of like when when the first few reviews come out and the movie gets 100 percent rot uh, 100 yeah. fresh rating and they're right away they're like 100 percent like, yeah. like 300 like, more reviews yeah. that need to come out yeah like okay you got 36 reviews done to your shit like they did that with that like even marvel's guilty of it and i'm like that come on guys. oh yeah just so, total marketing ploy has no meaning yeah Shazam does have a 93 percent, but at the same time just the other day it was 97 it's mm-hmm. out of 68 reviews like yeah, there's there's still a lot. You need to be. You need to get at least a thousand people. I would agree. I don't think they usually get that many reviews. Really? We'll review it. Um, Tomato Meter, like for Captain Marvel, has four hundred thirty three reviews. Really? You'd think that a yeah. lot more people would be willing to uh, review it. Right here. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, you piece of shit. Get at us. <laughs> I give Rotten Tomatoes well, these are, yeah, a these seven. Are, these are like these are like big time oh. film critics oh. and, and stuff like Ew. that. So, um, you mean smug doo doo heads? Smug doo doo heads. Yeah, fuck those old bitches. <laughs> And I will. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. You can't boast your score if you have like 60 reviews. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's get stupid. like at least like two, even like Captain Marvel when it had like 250 or so, like it wasn't even anything. It wasn't all of it. Like it was at 80 and now it's at, it's at, I think, uh, 78%. Whoa. 78%. Yeah. And that's actual I, critic reviews. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It got knocked all the way to 78. Cause when, when it, when I went to go see it, it was sitting at an 80 some 87 which is funny because I'm pretty sure if I look it up, I'm pretty sure that sits it as far as like tomato meter rankings. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that sits it right between the first Thor and the first Captain America. Yeah. Which, which is sounds a, perfect. Which is a perfect spot for it, I think. Um, let's see. <laughs> what did I say the other day? I just said this the other day where the average score is like a seven for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Like it's <laughs> no bullshit. Like they're basically an average, average movies. So yeah, it's uh, Thor has seventy seven percent, and the first Avenger has eighty percent. So it's literally right between, mm. right between the two of them there, which is understandable. That, yeah, you know that absolutely. Makes, I'm not gonna argue it. Makes sense. We like comics. We do. We Sometimes. do. Sometimes. <laughs> and what's one of the best things about comics? Careful. <laughs> the words. The oh, second yes. <laughs> is the art. Hell yeah. I mean, uh, we talk about it all the time. Where if if you're looking to buy a book, you pick it up, you look at the art. If the art doesn't grab you right away, chances are you're not going to pick it up. Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, fuck this. This looks like cockadoodoo. Dildo scratch. <laughs> but in a bad way. 
I don't know where that came <laughs> Well, keep using it because it's genius. <laughs> I have so many questions. I know. <laughs> As to how, how, how a, Just, a, a rubber thing could scratch something. Oh, mine has a metal spikes on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm sure we've all have our favorite artists. Or people that we just look at are like, that's a damn good comic book drawing right there. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeff, I'm sure you have countless. Mm-hmm. I feel like. A fair amount. Yeah. I feel like. None yeah. of them below the age of 60. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, one. One? One. Who is it? Uh, Ashley Wood. Okay, but we're not talking about her. Him. Him? He's Australian. Ah, uh, makes sense now. They use girl names for boys and boy names for girls over there. Uh, you're thinking about whether or not that's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? What kind of work has he done? Um, the only work that I've seen of his was the Metal Gear Solid comic. I look. I'm looking up I his feel. stuff right now, and he likes really. He likes grayscapes and like big brush strokes. It looks like almost like watercolors. It is. He uses watercolors. Oh god damn it! <laughs> and uh, it worked perfectly for Metal Gear Solid. Like it's weird because some of the pictures will be hyper detailed, and in other ones, it'll be uh like the arm or leg will just be like two brush strokes, and it's this weird minimalistic style, which I think is really interesting and cool. It's a little, uh, oh, here's a Han Solo and Chewbacca he did. Let me see. Ooh, I like that a lot. I have to say that I, I am not a fan of things outside of the comic book spectrum of art in comic books. Yeah? Yeah. It's so you just, don't like watercolors? Um, I mean, I like watercolors, but just not in my comic books. Mm-hmm. I, it's uh, It worked well for him because it looked a lot like the artwork that was, like the concept artwork and like the artwork for the actual video game. Okay. I guess that would make sense, especially in a Metal, metal Gear um, universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially to have like the... the um, the light tints of like blue and the gray mm-hmm. in Snake's outfit and shit. Um, they like, did something similar with uh, Daredevil in early 2000s. I don't remember the artist anymore, but like I just remember reading it and it being so severely jarring. It's like a Neil Gaiman book. Like yeah, same. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, normally I like I enjoy stuff like that. There's a couple times I don't like. Normally I don't like stuff that's too out there. It has to really fit into a niche. Like that one dude who uh, did one of the before Watchmen books and he did like some work for like the Dark Tower books. Um, he did the Ozymandias one and like I don't like his. I remember the comic book. Um, it's all kind of, uh, what do you call it? Cell shaded? Am I thinking of the right one? Whereas, yeah, like really bright saturated colors and like really dark outline. Well, it had really dark outlines too. Let me see if I can find it. Da, 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 da. Um, Jay Lee. Jay Lee's the name of the artist. I'm not a big fan of his work. You're not? No. Everyone has like the, like they have like pursed lips and all the characters have like half closed yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, it just doesn't do anything for me. You don't, you don't like, uh, everything looks flat. It did too. I didn't like that either. Like, I guess it depends a lot on the, uh, on the colors too. I mean, like whoever's doing the coloring for it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just not my thing. Not to say he's a bad artist. Just what's besides the one you just shared, like who's the most obscure artist that you find enjoyment to see? Um, I already named him. Probably the Ashley Wood guy, but like, uh, I saw an Optimus Prime drawing he did while I was, Ooh, see, he works well with robots. Cause he likes those, uh, flat angles a lot. Like, you know, sharp yes. angles. Yeah. <laughs> likes them flat. I hear Jeff. Another artist you really like is George Perez. Yes. <laughs> love George Perez. He's probably my favorite. Like, I was in love with him ever since I read uh, The Infinity Gauntlet way back in, like, 1998. And uh, I just love the art. I think it looks really good. He's really good at expressing emotion. It's like a classic comic book style that, like, you would read in, like, the three-panel uh, Sunday, you know, Spider-Man and X-Men comics where nothing would fucking happen because it's only three panels a week. <laughs> you. Uh, he also did the... Um Teen Titans for DC, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did. He, he also did a solid did, uh, run on them. Mm-hmm, and he did a uh, Legion of Superheroes, oh, which yeah, worked really well really for him. Big yeah. one for him. What's really weird is the only thing that ever comes to mind with uh, his name is just early 90s comics, mm-hmm. which is weird because the guy's like, how old is he now? Uh, I think he's in his 60s. 60s or 70s. Let's, uh, you guys talk. I'll look him up. <laughs> yeah. So like everything, obviously like Not Infinity George Gauntlet, Bush. Infinity War, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, See, he's, he's uh, 64 years old. Not too 64. old. 64. And he's still very talented. He is. Oh, man, yeah. Like Usually, um, I was going to say something about that. Like Usually, uh, with Oof. age, you've seen it. Uh, I remember seeing some some like single individual uh, artworks from like uh, the late years of um, Ditko mm-hmm. and a couple other the originals. And it just deteriorates. Yeah, like, their style simplifies. Yeah. So in order they can, so that they can meet deadlines more easily. I think that, or they're just, you know, the arthritis is kicking in. That's true too. And I, I mean that in all seriousness. Yeah. Like, I could believe that. And I think that's why a lot of stuff that like, with like Ditko, like, of, of course I like like the classic covers and everything that like is, uh, almost frozen in time mm-hmm. for lack of better words. Uh, I don't like the old stuff because you can see the age come in with the, the artwork and it's, mm-hmm. it's depressing for me. I don't know how everybody else takes it, but 
he uh yeah. Perez also he uh like I was just looking through and yes like you don't really sometimes you you hear an artist's name and you're like I know him and then you like mm-hmm. go to look up their work and you're like oh holy shit I didn't realize they drew that yeah and you're just like oh wow I didn't realize how iconic so many of their stuff so much of their stuff was like with him like you said Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. like we, we I mean we can't even get into how uh, iconic that is oh yeah it's so pivotal for comics uh, yeah, so, right something now. big was happening <laughs> I don't remember the uh but his work like the new Teen Titans like he has the one cover of them all running mm-hmm. that's like super iconic um he also did the uh crisis cover yeah with uh superman holding the lifeless botter botter this is botter (laughs) the lifeless body of supergirl yes that's one of the most Mm. iconic yeah the crisis on infinite earths that was one of the most iconic storylines and you know covers i love it to death i don't know if i've ever actually read crisis on if you read it you'll uh see where the inspiration for a lot of future comics come like everything else with the word crisis in it the infinity gauntlet also took some inspiration from it it's like one of the first big cosmic tie-ins and i love it love the anti-monitor i love when they use them He's one of the few cosmic DC big bads that I really like. I uh, I picture you opening up a comic and seeing a full page spread of the Anti Monitor, and just getting that face you get when you get really excited, and nothing <laughs> comes out of your mouth. It's just <laughs> That's how I, well. He's basically like DC's Galactus. He's like yeah. you know, he only shows up when. Although they haven't oversaturated him like they have with Galactus, so it, it makes it even more pivotal when he shows up. Like the last time he showed up, to my knowledge, was uh, during Blackest Night. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I think really that was the last. No, time? I like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they probably brought him back at some point because I haven't no. read comics since Blackest Night. I'm trying to remember something after Blackest Night, but I I can't think of anything where he had shown up. Um, looking at his work, like uh, George Perez, he uh he has a very it's a cool like balance between simplistic and detailed. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's hard to describe. Like it, I don't know. It's not over exaggerated either. No, no, all the faces like. Every character looks pretty well defined, but it doesn't have a super amount of detail, but everyone has like actual distinct facial features, which is something that a lot of comic artists don't do. Like you get J.R.J.R. who all their faces look like weird cement blocks. And then you get Steve Dillon, who's one of my favorite artists, but all of his faces look the same. Like they all have that same scowly face. Like if you read like Preacher or that famous, you know, uh, or his uh, work with uh, the Punisher, which are some of my favorite comics, everyone always critiqued that Steve Dillon's faces look the same, but uh, that's something that you don't really see. I mean, it's hard not to do. Like yeah. tr- drawing faces that look similar. Like when you have like Bruce Tim, everything's so stylized. You don't really even pay attention to the fact that, you know, every character has one of two face shapes, male or female, basically. Right. <laughs> right. It's all, it's all because it's, it's that world. You don't even think mm-hmm. about like, you know, Batman literally looks like Superman. Like, yeah. Well, fuck. They had an episode where Superman dressed up as Batman and nobody noticed because <laughs> their chins look exactly the same, except for tr- Superman has a little bit of a chin, butt. butt chin, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little butt. Yeah. Right over there. No, I was going to, I was waiting for you guys to stop saying, butt. yes, <laughs> Because it's, it's enraging me. <laughs> no, I was going to say that um, we are men- mentioning more pencilers and not inkers. That's true. It's uh, it's nothing against either or because I feel like both of them coincide. Fucking tracers. Jesus. <laughs> One of my favorite artists is uh, Ivan Reese. Ooh, let me look up some of he, Ivan he's, Reese's work. He's like the the basically uh, the the Jeff Johns penciler for all of the Jeff Johns. Oh, I know who you're talking Blackest about. Blackest Night and all that stuff. And uh, he, he's almost like a new age. Like he. he to me, to me, <laughs> he feels like a new age Jim Lee. <laughs> to me, to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Didn't he do JSA too? Yeah. He's, he's I done a love lot of stuff. his work. He's done a lot of stuff for DC. Are you all right over there? He has died. Yep. I'm good. <laughs> clink up, clink up, move down. <laughs> I turned into the Mad Hatter from the fucking Disney movie every so often. Just. It's all fucking right. deal with it. It's fine. Just deal with it. Um, be professional. I'm. I am. I'm very professional. <laughs> professional beardman. <laughs> Ouch. But yeah, no. That's that's like one of those guys that if I see him on the uh, credits for, if uh, I see him on the streets, <laughs> I'm gonna go. You changed my life. <laughs> Get ready for your ass whooping. Oh, Mister <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> you changed my life. Oh God, Thank another one of these so guys. Much. <laughs> Fucking Mad Hatter kids. <laughs> Come out of nowhere. It's all the whippets they're doing. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's a kid walking up to me holding a balloon. Goddamn well, no. <laughs> there ain't no string tying that up. <laughs> all right. Back on track. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. I didn't even know who he was. I'm glad you told me because I love that artwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he's one of those ones. If I see that he he's the artist on something, it's automatic. Hell yeah. I love like, I gotta, read, gotta check it out. I read his whole uh, JSA run, like 30 issues of it. Loved it, loved it, oh. loved it. Yeah. 
legally or illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Being a villain, of course, I. <laughs> you got any gum? <laughs> but yeah, um, another artist I love to death is uh, Frank Quietly. Who's uh, uh, he? Did All Star Superman? And, oh, yeah, We okay. Three. Uh, he did a bunch of stuff, and um, he has a very kind of weird, uh, almost stylized, um, artistic deal too. Yeah, like it's weird. It looks like we he does, three. Everything looks really squiggly. Like, I actually really love the art in We Three. Me too. I thought it was they were really good at expressing emotion, even which is hard to do, especially with characters that are animals. Uh-huh. You know? I uh, I remember what was it? Pam was the one who told me about that uh, old manager at, at at the former stomping ground. She was the <laughs> one that she she told me about We Three a long time ago. And I was like, this comic sounds amazing. And then when you mentioned it, when we reviewed it, I was just like, oh, it's great. And then when it, I seen the artwork, I just fell in love with that book. Like that. Oh, yeah. He does really weird avant-garde yeah, stuff. It's so cool. Like the weird rotating panel shot. Where uh-huh. you, yeah, that's that's cool. I love when they do. I like when they do stuff that goes out there, you know, but not like too out there. Too out there. Yes. I need to be a little, have a little, be just be a little well grounded. Perfectly balanced. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, little one. <laughs> What about you, Mike? Um, Tony Moore, who did uh, the first like six issues or so of Walking Dead. Oh, yes. I yeah, love his art. Yeah. He also did like all the Invincible. Yeah, I love uh, his work in Invincible. Uh, stuff. Very, I mean, so good. Like, I, I have a knack for the people that can make it look like a cartoonish mm-hmm. feel, but mm-hmm. like you don't see it as that. Like you just immediately are accepting it as, okay, this is the world. Kind of like Motor City Mo. Yeah. Like perfect it, example. It has that, you know, uh, kind of cartoon-esque thing, but it has real you know plots and like real things going on mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's just a weird balance um and i, I didn't like in the walking dead books when they changed artists yeah um, i preferred the original artist too not that he's a bad artist but it just seems no it was just it was weird it was a very subtle change but a change at that I mean, it was a change i think a lot of people had noticed and then the change became more and more noticeable as the yes. comic went on like it got like yeah, less white yep and he's super like <laughs> yeah. just super <laughs> shading and like uh I don't know how the books are now. Pretty sure everybody that I knew in the book was is dead yeah, at this point, except likely. for like Rick and Carl. Probably like one thousand years in the future or something. Yeah, Terminators are <laughs> Terminators are, are, are the walking. new zombies. The thing about uh, what's his name? The original artist for Walking Dead, Tony Moore. Yeah, I nobody draws horrific gore like he does. He man. does, like, <laughs> like the guts flying all over the place. And it's like, like the cover of Return muscle. of the Living Dead. Yeah, like uh, in Invincible, characters will get their like lower jaw punched off or their arm ripped off or their like a hand shoved into their stomach and they just pull out their intestines during fights. Like this is a like common thing or like, you know, explosions blowing off limbs and like he just, it looks so dynamic because you just see it flying everywhere and he does the crazy angles that he does and like yeah. the, the looks of anguish on their face where you can actually see their individual teeth and like their gum line and everything. They're going to be doing a uh, animated series of uh, Invincible. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Dude, Invincible, I cannot recommend it. Is that the one that Seth Rogen is uh, heading? It might be. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I remember hearing Seth Rogen being attached Uh, to a product project that I was just kind of like, what? He's going to have Invincible smoke pot. (laughs) (laughs) J.K. Simmons apparently is also involved. Really? Steven Yun, which is actually kind of funny because he was Glenn on Walking Dead. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He's like, I need a job. (laughs) Uh, You got the job, buddy. (laughs) Zazzy Beats, who was Domino in uh, Deadpool. Uh, She also played in Slice, a comedic horror movie. Mark Hamill. Oh, Oh, shit. Mark Hamill's in it. Voice work. Yeah. Yeah. Voice work. Ooh, I wonder who he plays. Is he going to be voicing the Joker? (laughs) I don't know what you're saying, man. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying. You know that uh, Mark Hamill was in the... Flash and he played he replaced the role of the trickster. Yes. Yes, that's amazing. That was uh that was, Got high, me again. That was definitely a, definitely a highlight. Um actually a one of the uh I guess more stylized artists that I enjoy quite a bit is um Kevin Eastman. He did the IDW run of the Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's that weird kind of like he he does like cross hashing but also has a color tone too where he uses color for the shadows but then also kind of a Crosshatched it to fully give you the comic book feel. Mm-hmm. I guess using it more as more as a gimmick and less as an actual shading mm-hmm. process. But I just remember like the first few issues of it pick, picking up that run of Ninja Turtles. Um, that's what kept me coming back because he did he did he did all the classic stuff from uh, the show. You know the 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 fucking what were they called the little rat the rat the mousers yeah mousers. the mousers yeah uh, he did Baxter Stockman. Um, I loved his design of the turtles i thought it was fantastic it was still so true to heart but yet a uh kind of newer angle as well also master splinter obviously i think i want to say if i remember correctly like master splinter even had the purple robe from the old tv show hell yeah 
Um, and it was just, it was, it was like a bit of nostalgia, but a bit of new along with it. That was actually, I think that was the comic that took Baxter Stockman and made him, uh, African-American instead of a nerdy white guy. Was it? He was black in the original comic, wasn't he? I was he? So, yeah. And then they changed him to white in the show for, I don't know I don't why. Know stayed, why. And then he stayed white for a really yeah. long time. <laughs> but also, then it turned out black don't crack. Yeah. And, and uh, Tyler Perry played him in Out of the Shadows. <laughs> Which is insane. It's so funny. It's like, I, I'm not a Tyler Perry fan whatsoever, but I did enjoy Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, he was great in it. Yeah. Um, and I just wish I could have seen Mutant Fly Tyler Perry. Yeah, I know. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Doing him a Dia voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to try to go for one, but I was like, oh, thank God. I thought better of it at the last second. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you can't talk about comic book artists. Here it goes. And not talk about Rob Layfield. Fuck yeah. Oh, no shit. I thought that, 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 that was a sidewinder. I didn't think you were going there. Gotta keep you on your toes. I do love do me it. some Rob Layfield. I enjoy it. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's like a Jim Lee, but like on crack. It's, that's pretty much how I describe Rob, Rob Layfield. And more he, pouches. Yeah, he is the '90s. But I, oh god damn it! I I, I mean he is. <laughs> it's him and Jim Lee are the two most '90s artists. Like the two sides of the same coin, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's true. It's like it's like the Two Face coin. <laughs> <laughs> one good, one bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, but like, I I like whenever I want, I'll read. Be happy to read any comic with his work because when it. When it's something that has blood or force in the title, you want an artist like Rob Layfield. Oh, yeah. The pouch. <laughs> the pouch. I still need to read that. I, I I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, I never went and picked up yeah, the pouch. I was like, I mean, damn it. There's that's how you know the guy doesn't knows how to yeah, too doesn't, you know. And I think that's why he's so endearing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like he's insane. People bring up show like the artwork like that one, Heroes Reborn Captain America, where Captain America's like four foot thick. Oh, you're talking about with uh, the 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 D cup. Yeah, and someone was like, uh, "What the fuck is this?" And he was like, "I think it was like six million issues sold. That's what the fuck it is, or something like that." Boom! Yeah, bitch, drop the mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't argue with that. Like that. No, I mean, yeah, he sold. He sold big time. He was one of the most. I mean, oh yeah. You can't forget McFarlane. He was another huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. yes. I love watching. Um, what was it McFarlane? He does stuff on Facebook, like yeah. live sketches and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jim Lee does stuff on Twitch. Oh, Jim. Jim yeah. Lee's yeah. crazy to watch. Uh, He's I've like, do 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 do, masterpiece. <laughs> And it, what's the craziest thing about Jim Lee though is like he he's one of the few artists I've ever seen where like he'll flip flip it upside down mm-hmm. and start doing stuff and you're like what the fuck's this guy doing and then he <laughs> flips it back up and boom it's Batman yeah like, what the fuck did he, you just do he's a wizard he's yeah. a wizard Harry <laughs> um, Jim Lee when he like like I've watched a lot of his Twitch videos yeah a lot you wait do you have Twitch no they're just, oh. they're all on YouTube yeah. Yeah. okay like okay. you can pull okay. them up all and, and it's just funny because like. He'll have a like a pencil or whatever, and he just like starts scribbling, and it just looks like yeah. not, it looks like something like your two year old grab a pencil, and he's like, "All right, now I'm going to turn this into Batman." <laughs> you're like, I, uh, what the fuck just happened? I would have to say like the one that sticks out in my mind with Jim Lee watching his uh, stream was after Stanley passed. He did Spider Man, and it was like one of those things. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I've never seen this. Oh really? Jim Lee Spider Man. Oh, you so definitely check it out. It's really cool. And we grab phones. Yep. Um and. I would have to say, like, he was also like telling stories about how he would talk to Stan and all this other stuff. Oh, so, damn. yeah, it was, oh, it was Let probably one of my favorite streams that I've ever watched in my life. Is it the one? Oh, that looks super cool. It, yeah, I think that might be it. I oh, know. no, this one's 2005. Has a date on it. Okay, I'm blind. Just- <laughs> after, after, yeah, after I leave here, I'm going to go to the eye doctor. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> he actually drew on uh, Punisher War Journal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see the Spider Man he drew for, uh, for the stream. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it actually went to auction afterwards. Hell yeah! I, I want to say that that man. God damn it! <laughs> We're looking at pictures now, which is great for an audio podcast. Hell yeah! <laughs> look at that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. It's a Batman, Spider Man, Jim. I'm Lee. not gonna lie to you guys. Like, if it ever happened to where like we. We we made it and like we were making money off this and we were you know nice and cushy. Mm-hmm. I would totally buy an original Jim Lee. Oh fuck yeah, man! Hundred percent. It wouldn't even like cross my mind. It might cause a divorce, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'd have to say maybe I'm okay with that. <laughs> as we can as, edit that as, out. As, as long as she doesn't take my Jim Lee artwork, <laughs> I'm getting half right. of it. <laughs> and she just takes it. <laughs> you, know, no! you know what's funny is uh. This <laughs> That's me crying. This uh it's not this like morning, Michael Jackson. <laughs> this morning I did like the normal thing. Like I, I reached over, like woke up, grabbed my phone, was scrolling through. Uh-huh. And like randomly, which I think is kind of funny, a video popped up about Jim Lee uh-huh. about Hush. Ooh. Yeah, okay. About how um it was his first like 
return to monthly issues and everybody including himself were very skeptical about it hmm. because he apparently he was notorious for missing deadlines i could believe yeah, it his artwork is that. so detailed so he had to do like uh like a like a bet with himself you know that he would finish he started working on it before okay he, he did a bet with himself yeah. i just lost a bet to yeah. myself i do that all the time i do too actually it's yeah it's especially like, when it comes to like weight loss goals or something like that or it's i do it every week with this fucking show <laughs> i can't believe that too. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because we we mentioned you know layfield mcfarlane lee like those are like the three founding members three mm-hmm. of the founding members mm-hmm. for image mm-hmm. image mm-hmm. comic books hell yeah which i never thought like if you went which, back and talked to five-year-old me it would probably swear up and down uh, Marvel forever, but I actually I really enjoy Image Me and too. a lot of the smaller companies in comparison. Oh, I like IDW. Yeah, like yeah, IDW Press. Well, it's, it's funny too because you you could talk to somebody maybe who read comics in the '90s and doesn't really pay attention to them now, and yeah. they they may know Image comics from the '90s just from like Spawn, yeah, and Wildcats, and uh, what was the other one? There was like uh, was Bloodsport or. <clears throat> Bloodshot. 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 Yeah. Bloodshot. That's blood, what blood. Blood, blood. I think that one blood was strike. Bloodshot's Valiant, though, I think. But, uh, bad. They're all Indies. They're, Wasn't there Bloodstrike, too? I'm sure, because he had like 50 characters that had like blood and shot and oh, mainly blood. blood. There's like Young Blood, Bloodshot. God damn it. Was, no. Blood, Blood. Blood, blood Bloodstroke. I'm Grifter. Grifter Wild was cats. in Wildcats. Wildcats Wild cats was another yeah. one. Yeah. That was, yeah. And uh, the Max wasn't the Max. Oh. That was uh, MTV Comics, I believe. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that oh. was Image. I know there was a show, but I thought it was uh, maybe it was Image. I don't know. I love the Max. I, oh, me too. So I watched good. the whole series, read the oh, whole comic. Gotta put that extra X in there, otherwise you get pictures of the Max from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I always got all right. It I was. It was, it was MTV. Oh wait, no. But here's one that has the Image Comics logo. I wonder if it got picked up later. Or maybe before. it did. I used to have this issue. That's awesome. I uh, I always get mad late night MTV when I'd be watching the Max and then. Um, uh, Goose what was it? Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. Yeah. Yes. I just get so. I remember just getting mad because I just want. I want. I want to watch like fucking four hours of the max. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit about this like flying this lady's eyelash. <laughs> That's funny because fuck uh, off. Aeon Flux is like one of my favorites. Remember, um, I could never get into it. It's just too too it's crazy. Too weird. That was, those were part of the MTV like oddities. oddities yeah. Yeah. There was the head. The head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, with the alien that lived in the guy's yeah. head. <laughs> that show was fucking. There weird. was other shows on like Liquid Television. Now we're getting off on a yeah. No, I mean like it's a it's a it's a somewhat related mm-hmm. topic. It is. We can steer back on track. Uh, it is. <laughs> um, another artist that we didn't mention, uh, Mike Mignola, the one who did uh, Hellboy. I oh. love his art. He was he was one of those ones like I enjoy reading a Hellboy every so often. Uh, it's one of those ones that like uh, it doesn't keep my eye centered. Like I always kind of wander <laughs> off. You know, I, I I have a pretty short attention span if other things are happening around me. Mm-hmm. Same you here. Know, it's uh. So like if I'm reading a Hellboy comic and um you know there's a flashing light I tend to mm-hmm. veer from the page I don't I don't hate the layout though I don't I don't hate the style that's this weird thing it just it doesn't keep my attention yeah that's understandable because it's all darkly shaded right there's another artist that I love that reminds me a lot of Mike McNola um Eric Powell he Eric did Powell he did the Goon and he also did oh uh, yeah. yeah I love his art he also Ever- did another one called Hillbilly which is supposed to be really good but I haven't read it here's here's his Batman. You can see some uh, Frank Miller inspiration. Yeah, there's there. definitely some heavy. Frank heavy. Miller is uh, another yeah. artist. Like a lot of people give him shit. I think for what the the artwork that he does, it works really well. Like he does really well in like a Batman comic, and it for you know of course it was Daredevil. perfect for Sin City. Yeah, he totally reinvented Daredevil. Like, and it, I don't know, he just he has such a weird style. Like the bright contrast, like jewelry being just white upon on black, and like the hyper contrast. And it's I think very it's really pleasing cool. to the eye. It is like when you're watching, like wow, just splash you know mm-hmm. is that he did he draws a good robocop too a good robocop like and a good that. terminator his uh robocop versus terminator comic i read that loved it loved it to death i could imagine that it's that just, would be something yeah interesting. it's just robocop fucking fighting t-800s for like i think six issues or something oh fantastic i uh i i don't know if we've ever really talked about it i know we talked about the younger version of him but a giant staple when i was younger uh that still holds true to this day i, I love his his spidey artwork is uh john romita senior oh yeah he's great yeah i didn't know how you felt about senior compared to i know how you feel about junior <laughs> I, I know like, how you fucking feel about that i like jrjr's older work but like you said they streamline and simplify mm-hmm but yeah, I like, I like uh, that's John Romita like, Sr. quite a bit. That is the uh, numero uno guy that like outlines my whole childhood as senior. Hell yeah. It's one of those ones that like I would probably, I, I honestly, I, I would pay the same price to meet him as I did Stan Lee. Yeah. If it, yeah. If it came down to it, like if he like. Is he still like, around? Motor City Comic Con. Stan Lee? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know. How if, dare you? I don't know if senior is or not. Um, Joe Casada is also, I, I love Joe Casada. There are, I mean, um, there are a few artists that I would like to one day meet, but they, uh, 
I would have to say that's a that's that's kind of a big negative point of comic conventions now. He is mm-hmm. still alive. He is currently 89 years old. Good wow. lord! Yeah, he's great too. Um, that's the oh, as I say, is that uh, it's a, it's a negative point of comic cons now is that it's more about the media guests and less about the artists mm-hmm. because the past few years at Motor City Comic Con, man, they've had like you know pretty substantial like DC uh working like a working artist, you know, nothing like Jim Lee or anything like that, but yeah. like you know the the guy that did like the first run of the new 52 um like flash and green lantern mm-hmm. can't remember his name now smitty <laughs> smitty that, smitterson that was it that fucking name <laughs> it's, it's gonna go down as the i'm gonna i'm gonna get dementia <laughs> i'm gonna be in a in a fucking hospital and be like smitty <laughs> who's Smitty's the, smitty the guy? one who killed him <laughs> i'll get that smitty <laughs> I do see what you like. There's definitely a big wealth of talent yeah. in the current comic industry. And it's so good that it's almost, you know, they really have to raise the bar to stick out. And that's yeah. why style, in a lot of cases, that's why styles become so exaggerated. And like, um, mm-hmm. I haven't read any of the work yet. I have a couple of her books upstairs that I just <laughs> haven't, get, haven't got to. But um, Babs Tar, when she was working on the Batgirl stuff. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's yeah. the one. She kind of reinvented that whole Batgirl look with the, like, the purple. Jacket. I like, love it. Yeah. Love I, it to death. I don't know if you've seen Batgirl currently in the comics. I don't like it. No, I haven't. They, I don't know. Um, I don't think I have. Why did they change it so soon? They got rid of the ears. It's just like a mask. Uh-huh. And she, it, it's just, it doesn't. Is it a pointy mask? No. Yeah. It doesn't. It just doesn't work for me. Like, I think I may have. But the, the, the Babs Tar Batgirl, like, I mean, like I said, I haven't even read the books. And I like, I love that art. I love it so much that I have a statue mm-hmm. yeah. of the, yeah. that version of the character because it, I think that's. It's very, the, the feeling of that one is it's very uh, DIY. Yeah. I think that's kind of the it feel. It kind of looks and feels like an independent yeah mm-hmm. book. Well, yeah. Actually, I can say I was feels. thinking more like a cosplayer, but oh well, yeah, that too. Yeah, it's so a very I, easy thing to if you wanted to whip up a, a Batgirl uh-huh. cosplay. I've actually seen it done uh, quite well, like to the point where I'm like, is this licensed? <laughs> <laughs> like this looks yeah. too good. And th- there was a uh, the style before that. I don't remember who did it, the style before that, but it's it's kind of like heavily armored. But it was uh, the, like know, new fifty two ish. Um. Yeah, I think so, but it was a little little later, not so much at the beginning of New 52. Uh, it was more heavily armored, and it was just like black and yellow. Like, that was pretty much... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, that's another one of my favorite backgrounds, too. Hell yeah. Oh, another artist I forgot to mention. He's another. He's the other big artist that did the Infinity Gauntlet was Ron Lim. And uh, he, the art between him and uh, George Perez, it's really seamlessly done. Like, here's his work. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he likes more exaggerated facial expressions, you can tell, like... He has those ah, famous crazy yeah. fa- Thanos faces. The big teeth. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> so many great artists. So happy to be in this time where you can read so many great comics. <laughs> um, and especially, thank God for Google Images. Hell yeah. Otherwise, we would have just been like, uh. To, to, jump, to jump back just a teensy weensy bit. Uh, I know me and Mike have been talking about it a lot, and there's a certain Comic-Con coming up here in May. Yeah. Uh, who has a lot of media guests with nothing that I'm truly intrigued to like go and spend my money on. Mm-hmm. Fucking invite some of these damn artists. I know. Like, no shit. Like, if, if like you could I get said, Stan Lee. Right. There's no reason why you can't get like a Rob Layfield. Yeah. Or, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be, I would oh, love to get his autograph. I mean, like, what was McFarlane. it? There's a, another you know, smaller Comic Con a little bit south of us who they have the fucking. The, they have uh, the guy that did the crow. James Elbar? Yeah. That's cool. He's, he's coming in September to uh, Monroe. I can't. <laughs> Are you okay? To Monroe. To the Monroe. <laughs> but yeah. Like, so like you got really sad. I, I, well, well it, he is sad. I mean, it is And sad. for good reason. It is It is a good point, though. Like, the only Motor way City, to, they don't get, like, any of the, like, no. big yeah. time. Like, they get artists. Right. You know, not. Local, they, local artists, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. They've had some, like, but not, like, mm. of the name the pivotal. value. Because like I actually think I'm actually about ninety percent sure Babs Tar was actually at Motor City. I think last year. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, I didn't even realize she was probably in fucking Artist Alley where they just stick all the rest yep. of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like Artist Alley is so big nowadays mm-hmm. that it's like almost impossible to like see and or request a guest is a thing on Motor City's website. Hey, there we go. Um, but anyways, uh, Artist Alley over there is like just so huge that it's almost impossible to see everything. Yeah. Sure. Um, I was it's there all three. So crowded. Yeah, I was all I was there all three days last year, and I still don't think I fucking seen everything. <laughs> I I bought something for Janelle from a booth that I didn't find until the third freaking day. <laughs> like I was about to leave, and I walked past this little like a uh, it's like a little jewelry deal, you know, a little crafts thing, and she mm-hmm. was, you know had like fairy themed jewelry or whatever. Ooh. It was pretty dope. I liked it a lot, so I bought her like this necklace deal. Um, but I did not see that uh young gal. 
if um <laughs> young last until the <laughs> until the last day when I'm walking out of the fucking Comic Con. If anybody from Motor City Comic Con is listening, give me my press pass. Do not <laughs> do not <laughs> do not uh, do not put people's names in black font on photos that are, yeah. that are dark photos. That you, you know, can't read. that's really funny because like, I, I can't read what the fuck this guy that is. That is seriously, dude. I know. I know exactly what you, cause I was looking at this the other night and I, 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 I scroll across multiple photos of this nature and I'm just, I just <sighs> fucking amateurs. <laughs> I'm scrolling through like the comic guest right now and um not seeing a lot. That's like, I was about to say the most of the super time, eye catching most of the time, the, the names, they don't like pop, pop out at me. Um, you got to click and read what they've done. You're like, Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, because like yeah. I, um, the guy, the 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 dude last year that I was saying uh, did some of the run on the new Fifty Two Green Lantern. I think mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I could not for the freaking life of me remember his name. I had to check my phone three times, and then I couldn't find him. I was like, I don't know where he's Bad at. Turds. Come on, just stop getting these ridiculous media. I'm tired hours. of fucking people from Sons of Goddamn Anarchy. <laughs> Every fucking year. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's only been the past two years, hasn't it? Oh, it feels like I, to me. It only feels like the the past two years. It has been one thousand years. It um, feels like it's it's a hybrid of fucking Sons of Anarchy and Walking Dead guests. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand it's you know they're catering to a broader demographic right. of people that watch TV shows, but, but I don't care and I hate it. So I mean, but it's Sons Stop of it. It's Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> like, like that show's been done for how many yeah, years? It was. It was really big though. It was. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think it's hit that point yet where it's like uh nostalgic, you know, kind of no. like uh what's his face from um Saved by the Bell is gonna be there. Mark Paul Gosling. Yeah. Who's that? Zach, Zach Morris. Oh. Z- the Zach attack. The Zach attack, thank you. Um Remember when he dated a homeless girl? I <laughs> I hear you. I really, dude, I was like I was gonna say the I always have this stupid thing I do where um I see announcements and I go, oh, I would have them totally sign this. And it'd be like the most obscure thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even have anything for him. I just would like to go up to him and be like, so what do you think about the web series? Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> like, I just, I want to know his opinion on it. Like, does he think it's funny or is it like you're taking out of context? And I'd be like, no, oh, you're, you were kind of a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I mean, like how, why would you take your character seriously in a show? It's not like, you know, he I mean, it wasn't created and written by him. He's just <laughs> acting a role. Uh, who knows? Yeah, who I mean, knows? some people like really hold that, you know, you know, close to the chest. That's true. Their whole, I, their whole body of work. I'm still scrolling through the artists. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Try to walk through Art, uh, Artist Alley this year and see if you can remember everything you see. There's yeah. so no, there's like 50 much. of them, yeah. <laughs> and it's bigger this year. Is I mean, it? I hope this guy brings his cats. <laughs> what? Or cat? Oh, I hope so too. That's where I'll be. <laughs> Tony will just be playing with cats. I totally will. <laughs> I totally there's not um, even it's not even a joke. Let us know what some of your favorite artists are. And Comment. if you don't <laughs> and if you don't like ours, let us know why cuz I like to trash other people's favorite artists quite a bit and it'd be <laughs> nice to have it done to me. No, seriously, comment because uh we don't know if people actually listen or if it's Russian bots. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Uh, be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network where you can find our show and tons of other great shows. You can also catch us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are listened to. Spotify and our heart radio if you're too cool to not listen to the big guys. <laughs> Is that a thing? You got it. You got it. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Uh, we also have a YouTube where our shows go up on Thursdays and Fridays. Is it Thursdays? <laughs> Fridays? Yes, I post the same episode Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you got to do the double posts. If you if you subscribe to the RSS feed or the YouTube, you'll get the notification that the episode is up a day early before the rest of the general public is aware. Also, so we are spoiler alerts. We are in the midst of our March Madness. Shit's not. It's getting hot. It's getting too intense for me. By this time the episode comes out, the final four will be set. So head on over to our Facebook, see what's going on over there. Be sure to vote for your favorite hero. And thank you to all our Patreons who are supporting heroes in this fight to the death. I did not realize this, but Jeremy is already like pretty much like calculated his way into the the final match. Like I was I was looking at Smart. the I was looking at the Elite Eight the other day and I'm like He has four. Yeah, I was like, he's going to the finals no matter what he does. I go, he just has to sit back, kick his feet up, and be like, all right, so who am I facing? He also has Captain Marvel, which was like yeah. a stupid good choice because who knew that the movie would make her that popular to where yeah. she it hit the right, first round. It hit right so it's like the combination of like the perfect storm. Yeah. Um Dr. but Strange. he I mean, once again, he made solid picks. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, our our Patreons before I forget, thank you to Cody or Charlie, whatever you like to be called today. Smitty. Um, Smitty. Smitty <laughs> Angel, Walters. Jeremy, and Janelle, uh, for, for your continued support. It's uh, gracious. It, it can afford us um, cookies and milk. milk. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> Our favorite. I love cookies and milk. <laughs> and if you uh, just want to metaphorically scream from a rooftop of how much you love Kapowcast, you can head over to tpublic.com where we have two designs up and uh, <laughs> maybe more coming soon. Hell yeah. To a tea public near you. If if you are a weeb and proud, there's something for you. <laughs> if you just really like uh, old school Elvis microphones, there's also something for you. And who doesn't? <laughs> that was a random one. <laughs> um, also, you can email us at kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us that you hate us, love us, want a <laughs> spoon with us. It doesn't matter. You can be the big spoon. Oh, that's gracious of you. Uh, yeah. No, nah, not with me. <laughs> little spoon or no spoon? You gotta be the little spoon. I get to be the fork, though. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is the like point of Michael the show. J. Fox from Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, the part where we just hobble along trying to end it. Yeah, uh, make sure to check us out not only on Facebook but over there in the Twitter sphere and on Instagram. Hell yeah, where you'll see a bunch of weird pick stitch artwork and maybe find our profiles to laugh at us. <laughs> nah, I don't have personally. One. Yeah, I do. Join us. No. <laughs> Join us. Nope. Come play with us, Mikey. Nope. It's fun. I mean, you have like the best camera out of all of us with your phone. I know. You could totally make a killing with your artistic shots of your action figures. Dude, you probably could like gain a ton of followers you with your action figures. You probably could. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm Tony. And I am Jeff. And that's Smitty. <laughs> Fuck Smitty. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the podcast. Bye.